Hello to my fellow people of light. Welcome to Your Life is Full, the podcast, where we inspire, motivate, and connect those who are ready to indulge in the fullness of life. Welcome back to the third and final episode of the Embracing Openness series, a series made to expose and uncover the elements of an open-hearted life and how we can allow the universe to work its magic through us. In today's episode, I'm opening the floor for a very useful tool that can come in handy while we're in the process of opening. When the ground is shaky and we're uncovering our true nature, I'm proposing that we may choose to lean on faith and prayer more specifically, to remind us that we're always supported and surrounded by wisdom. So as always, thank you for being here. I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's jump on in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. The sun is shining today. Just puts me in a good mood overall. It's been sunny this whole week, so it's definitely been uplifting. I hope everyone has had an uplifting week. Uh, Here we are back at the third episode. I think it's going to be the final one of this series, uh, but you never know. Maybe inspiration will strike and we'll go into it further. But right now, this is the third part to this series of embracing openness. And this topic is specifically about faith. And I'm just going to start off and preface by saying that this is the most probably the most unexpected topic that I would speak about because again, I grew up with kind of a religious background and the concept of faith, the concept of prayer was not only just intimidating, but it didn't resonate. It was taught to me in a way that excluded my own internal knowledge and my own being from the equation. It was like this external being, praise it, uh, speak to it. It's not in you. It's not part of you. It's better than you. Um, and that didn't really ever sit with me. So now I'm kind of redoing it, finding my own way, which I think happens with most people that were brought up with a religious background is we were brought up, we, you know, disliked it. And then we find our way back to it in our own way, in our own meaning. So, um, I want to start off by saying that, that everything that I say doesn't come from a religious place. Uh, If anything, it's more spiritual, but take it in the way that it makes sense for you. And the whole conversation of this is about creating a relationship on your own terms, in your own definition, in your own way, and allowing it to evolve in uh, the way that you see fit. So again, I'm not here to shove anything down anybody's throat. I'm just uh, expressing and and sharing different ideas. So I'll start off by saying that, but this topic of faith really came about because when we think of openness and embracing openness, there's going to be a period of time, especially like we spoke about last week that with attachment versus connection, that when we are discovering the true self, right? So now we discovered who the old self or the false self is, and we say, hmm, that's not really me. And we go into, okay, who is this true self? It can be challenging because we don't have steady ground to step on who we might've thought we were. Now we're realizing maybe that's not me. The ego might be struggling. It might be really scary. And a big part of this is discovering that we can use faith to steady ourselves, to steady down any fear that we might have or that might be coming up and developing that relationship with something that is outside of ourselves that contributes to the knowledge that we already have, but makes us feel supported and uh, heard 
but also it can grant us that peace that I know I'm craving, that I think many people are craving as well. But the main topic of this conversation is to not disregard faith and prayer specifically, right? And one thing that I I remember hearing, and, and again, I'm not religious, I don't read the Bible, but something that the Bible says Um, apparently the most repeated phrase in the Bible is do not have fear, right? And fear can be so challenging because we feel like we're, we're alone, right? We're alone in it and we need to solve it ourselves and nobody's got our back. But in reality, whatever you want to call it, if it's universe, if it's God, if it's Jesus, if it's any goddess or God, if it's your angels, whatever it may be, we are constantly surrounded and constantly supported. There is no way, in my opinion, that we are brought here into this universe to be sole independent beings. We already know that we're connected. We know that. So the source of what maybe brought us here or the reason behind why everything happens, that being in and of itself, our ability to observe ourself, all of this leads to us knowing that there is something behind what we see, right? We've become materialists in this world where what we think that what we see is what it is. And I was also just hearing Joe Dispenza speak yesterday and he was saying one of the biggest parts of my journey was learning that even though I think it, it doesn't mean it's true, right? And that applies for what we see. Even though I may see something, it doesn't mean that that's all that there is. And faith is drawn upon that, right? having faith in the space that exists between things, the space between, okay, I'm attached, but now I want to be connected. There's space between that, the space between the false self versus the true self. There's space between that being open, open in and of itself being space, right? So how do we allow something to hold us in that space in times when it might be scary? That is a conversation that I want to have right now. So one of the ways that we can go into faith or prayer or meditation that is commonly spoken about now is meditation. And meditation is a beautiful tool. It helps with overactive minds. It helps with developing that connection to yourself and to the being outside of ourselves that is guiding for this connection to everything. And one suggestion or one alternative that I'll pose here is finding stillness is so important, right? And we know that it is so important. We run around like madmen in this world. So creating stillness, and for me specifically, I've identified that I wanna feel peace and it's important for everyone to identify what that feeling is that you wanna feel and that makes you feel when you check in, you're like, okay, I feel peace, I know that I'm on path or I know that this thing aligns because it brings me peace. So what is that thing that you're in search of, right? But stillness, can be so, uh, goes hand in hand with peace, but also can be so powerful because it allows for that connection to build, right? And it's kind of the antithesis of what we've come to know. We think that when, you know, shit gets crazy, our body, our mind, our energy, our attention gets crazy as well. But we have an ability to get still, to get quiet when shit hits the fan, right? And in that stillness, something that I've struggled with in the past is I have a very overactive mind. I've always been like this. My mind takes center reign. And as you know, if you've been hearing the podcast, you'll know by now, my my brain is comes first and foremost a lot of times, not willingly, but that's the order that, you know, I guess my being tends to follow is the mind speaks first. And meditation has been really hard for me because 
again, when I sit there, there's times where I'm lucky or there's times where I've been practicing a lot. So there are times in my meditation when I can sink in quite deeply and quite quickly. But oftentimes that is not the case. Um, my brain is just roaming crazy. And even though t- there are times where I try to dedicate time towards stillness, my brain comes in, even though my body might be still, my brain is not still at all. And I have to catch myself so many times over and over again. But something that I have uh, reframed in my mind and, and I'm practicing right now as we speak, I've only had this realization a few weeks ago, is using that time of stillness because now you've created openness for yourself right now we're we're already delved into openness we've already identified the attachment versus the connection right we're already sinking in deeper to who you truly are and now it's about what do you do with this openness and in that openness in that stillness that is a beautiful time for prayer right and a lot of times prayer can come in the form of help me like help me see the path, show me the path, show me the next steps. I don't know how to do this. Please assist me. Right. And that is, uh, the power that can come in when specifically what something that we may have used for the time or the moment that we would have spent for stillness for meditation, we use that time and we use it for prayer. And again, this is not saying that meditation doesn't exist in our practice. It should definitely exist in our practice, but cultivating the power of prayer to not be fearful and to not feel like we're alone in this journey in this in the midst of things when we're standing just kind of you can see one island and you can see the other island but you're kind of in the waters in the middle of two islands and you're trying to make it to the next island we can ask for help to make that path clear and to feel supported and to have that assistance and again connect to whatever that is whether that be angels whether that be the universe whether that be god it's your choice to make and to build that relationship but prayer is something that i for me has been very underutilized and can be a huge tool and i think for a lot of us when we remove the religious component when we remove Uh, the limiting beliefs, the blockages that we may have had maybe from childhood or from observing our parents or our family uh, or other people in our life. It's like, this is your relationship to make. It's a sacred relationship and it can come in whatever form that you want to see it as, but it's important to have that relationship and try it at the end of the day, try it. Spend that moment with yourself, pray and see how you feel. For me personally, I felt very supported and I felt like when I created that space, when I asked the answers, maybe not in that moment, but throughout the day or throughout the week, they came to me. And it's like when we open up space for divinity, for miracles to happen, when we hold the space for it, it will meet you. It wants to fill in the gaps. It wants to fill in that cup, but we need to hold the container. We need to hold the cup in the first place. So again, the main point of this of prayer, of stillness, is we live in fight or flight so often. It's what our identities are built off of at this point is fight or flight and the power of prayer and meditation. And again, whether meditation works for you or not, I'm offering an alternative because I know a lot of us are mind heavy and I want us to feel like there is a space, that there's a container, that there's a way for us to connect to our deeper parts of ourselves and the universe or whatever it is that we connect to. So we're taking ourselves out of fight or flight, we're calming on our nervous systems and we're going into stillness, right? So we're allowing stillness to be there so we can actually surrender into faith. And the beauty is that we create faith in whatever way we see fit. 
And it's interesting how when we start to think of these topics, you know, this is something so unexpected for me. This is even when the topic of prayer came up, I used to shy away from it. It was scary. I've been going to a temple in LA for a long time called Lake Shrine and they talk, do talk a lot openly about God and books that I've read talk about God and I've just never connected to it. It's never been something that makes me feel easeful or at peace. And now I'm starting to realize that they're all the same thing, you know, Uh, but it's your whatever you identify with. And again, removing those limiting beliefs, those blockages that make us feel like, oh, that's not for me or you have to do it a certain way. It is absolutely your call and your way how you want this relationship to be just like any other relationship in your life. But we've been having this beautiful women's circle. It's only been two weeks of it. But when I went back to LA this last time, we started it and just some powerhouse, really wonderful, beautiful ladies and just the wisdom that comes from these circles is is just miraculous. And one of the topics that came up during this last week, this past Wednesday, and it's funny because we didn't even try to go there. We were talking about something entirely different. And then we started talking about prayer. And it seemed, again, the synchronicity of I started talking about it, someone else started talking about it. Then someone actually had a quote about prayer. My friend Katie had this beautiful quote that I'll share um, in a little bit. But it's beautiful to hear that the conversation around prayer, the conversation around faith is moving in a direction that it's all about you, right? It's all about what suits you, what makes you feel good. There's nothing being shoved down your throat. It just gives you an alternative something that makes you feel held and makes you feel like I can dare to leave my ego behind. I can dare to rediscover who I am because I have faith in my back pocket because I have this belief that I am carried, that I am safe. And that is the container that prayer and faith can hold for you. So I'll share what this quote was because it was really quite beautiful. So it's an excerpt from The Greatest Salesman in the World. And it goes, my life need not be filled with religion in order for me to recognize this greatest mystery of nature. All creatures that walk the earth, including man, possess the instinct to cry for help. Why do we possess this instinct, this gift? Are not our cries a form of prayer? Is it not incomprehensible in a world governed by nature's laws to give a lamb or a mule or a bird or man the instinct to cry out for help, lest some great mind has also provided that cry should be heard by some superior power having the ability to hear and to answer a cry? Henceforth, I will pray, but my cries for help will only be cries for guidance. Never will I pray for the material things of the world. I am not calling to a servant to bring me food. I am not ordering an innkeeper to, to provide me with a room. Never will I seek delivery of gold, love, good health, petty victories, fame, success, or happiness. Only for guidance will I pray, that I may be shown the way to acquire these things, and my prayer will always be answered. The guidance I seek may come, or the guidance I seek may not come, but are both of these not an answer? If a child seeks bread from his father, and it is not forthcoming, has not the father answered? I will pray for guidance, and I will praise a salesman in this manner. O creator of all things, help me. For this day I go out into the world, naked and alone, and without your hand to guide me, I will wander far from the path which leads to success and happiness. I ask not for gold or garments or even opportunities equal to my ability. Instead, guide me so that I may acquire ability equal to my opportunities. You have taught the lion and the eagle how to hunt and prosper with teeth and claw. Teach me how to hunt with words and prosper with love so that I may be a lion among men and an eagle in the marketplace. 
Help me to remain humble through obstacles and failures. Yet hide not from mine eyes the prize that will come with victory. Assign me tasks to which others have failed. Yet guide me to pluck the seeds of success from their failures. Confront me with fears that will temper my spirit. Yet endow me with the courage to laugh at my misgivings. Spare me sufficient days to reach my goals. Yet help me to live this day as though it be my last. Guide me in my words that they may bear fruit. Yet silence me from gossip that none be misaligned. Discipline me in the habit of trying and trying again. Yet show me the way to make use of the law of averages. Favor me with alertness to recognize opportunity. Yet endow me with patience which will concentrate my strength. Bathe me in good habits that the bad ones may drown, yet grant me compassion for weaknesses in others. Suffer me to know that all things shall pass, yet help me to count my blessings of today. Expose me to hate so it not be a stranger, yet fill my cup with love to turn strangers into friends. But all these things be only of thy will. I am a small and a lonely grape clutching the vine, yet thou hast made me different from all others. Verily, there must be a special place for me. Guide me, help me, show me the way. Let me become all you planned for me when my seed was planted and selected by you to sprout in the vineyard of the world. Guide me, God. So that is a beautiful encapsulation of what we just spoke about, of just saying, guide me. I'm not here also to assert my own plans or my own goals. Something that I noticed a few months ago for me was not asking anymore for the material or the physical manifestation of what it is that I want saying, you know, I want to live in this type of house. I want this project to materialize. I want this X, Y, and Z thing to, to, you know, come about. It's like saying, why do I want those things? Why do I want the house? Say I want peace and stability and comfort. Well, then praying for those and praying and asking for those, because if we tell it exactly what it's going to be, what the form is going to be, it's like we're telling the universe how to paint the picture, right? It will give it to you in the way that is best suited and that you're ready for. But asserting, I do want, I do need this. Help me. Please show me the way. This is how I aspire to be. Please paint this path for me. This is where I am now. In all honesty, this is where I am now. This is where I want to be. Help take me there. This is the type of prayer that we can cultivate for ourselves. So I hope this isn't too much to digest. I hope you're taking this and still staying open and you are embracing this openness and embracing this concept that might be foreign to you, or maybe you have experience in it, but uh, allowing yourself to delve deep into faith, into prayer, and knowing that you are held and that you are supported on this path to openness. It's what you want for yourself deep down. It's what the universe wants for you. We don't want to cling. We want to allow in what needs to come in and allow out what needs to be out. But throughout that process, you know, it can be very scary. So knowing the tools that we have to navigate that and to know that we're not alone and to call in on whatever it is that we need to call in on or what we can call in on and uh, to know that we are truly divinely supported always. So again, I'm sending so much love. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this series. I love doing little series, actually. It's wonderful to be able to break down information in more digestible bite-sized forms so i'm sending so much love and have a beautiful rest of your day if you made it to this point thank you from the bottom of my heart 
This is a long-time desire of mine that's manifested before me. It's an absolute mental challenge yet breakthrough, so thank you for being on this journey with me. All your reviews and feedback is very helpful, so please rate and comment how this made you feel or any thoughts you have for how we can improve at this early stage. I encourage you to subscribe on our website, yourlifeisfull.com, to stay tuned with all the new exciting things that will be coming out. For more of the day-to-day and to connect personally, check out the page at yourlifeisfull on Instagram. Ciao for now and see you on the next one.